This week is Pasha Shmini. In Pasha Shmini, we learned about the not kosher and kosher animals. Which animals are kosher and not kosher. Now this happened, this year at least, right after Pesach. And you could always try to tie things into the Pasha, but it's going to be a little interesting to tie kosher and non-kosher animals together with Geula. So let's let's try and see what we can do. So I once was listening to a shit from Rabbi David Olasky and he was he was saying over about how when you're doing Kirov you have to be you have to be comfortable with the answer you're giving. If you're not, then it's gonna end up being worse in a way than if you stand before you answered the question. Say for example, he was once listening to a, a radio debate being moderated by someone who obviously was um, not so pro the Orthodox rabbi in the debate, and he was favoring to some degree the Reform rabbi. But regardless, when the discussion of Mashiach came up and the Beit Hamikdash, so they said, "Okay, so regarding animal sacrifices, when the Beit Hamikdash, when the temple is rebuilt, if that's what you believe, at least, um, what, what would you, what would you, Mister Reform Rabbi, who?" As we know, it's not was not really barely Jewish. What what would you do? So he said, "Of course, we won't sacrifice animals. We don't believe in sacrificing animals. We'll bring up vegetables." And you, Mister Orthodox Rabbi, and the Orthodox Rabbi hemmed and hawed, and he didn't really have a good answer. He didn't know what to say. He felt very put on the spot. And this Rabbi Arlaski, as he was listening, he said, "My my problem, I realized, was I would have done the same thing." Why? What is shot in animal sacrifices? How do we resolve that? And he went through a whole mahalach. I think some of it was that Hashem put animals in this world to, to, to serve Him. And if Hashem said that the greatest purpose of an animal in the world is to be brought up as a carbon, then for that animal to fulfill its tafkid, it, it could the best way it could possibly be is for it to be brought as a carbon in the base of Megdash, and then it will fulfill its p- purpose in this world to its utmost degree. By this letting it graze until it, it dies naturally is doing it a total disservice. Now, if you don't believe, then you could believe whatever you want. You're just missing the point. And that brings us to our parasha, to, to animals, to kosher animals and non-kosher animals. We we don't have a base of Megdash. We're waiting for the Geula and we'll have a base of Megdash. But we know we have it with our Shulchan our, our, our houses are Mingdash Ma'at and our Shulchan, our table is a, a Mizbeach. The kosher and non kosher animals that we learned about in this parasha, kosher animals, the, the laws of kosher, the laws of kosher meat, is, is our opportunity in a way to, to, to tap into that concept on some level by taking them, the, 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 the animals and, and elevating them to our Shabbos table, to, 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 to Asiyim. To, 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 to just to give us the kayak to serve Hashem instead of just eating it because you are a foodie right you have the opportunity not to be makadish yeah it could be that if you if you just sit there and you gluttonously eat a hundred dollar steak sandwich that maybe 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 you're not having this cap of Philip in the world but if you're doing it to, 
for by a by a by 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 a simcha or by a in the right way, of course, or to make it uh, for a siyum to chashivus of the or for your Shabbos or, or any other way to serve Hashem to give you kayach to serve Hashem. So then you are 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 are, are helping this creation of a Baruch Hu achieve its tafkid in a way it couldn't do without your help, and and. I think it's another glimmer of of of, of, a, of, a, of a tiny aspect of geula we have in our everyday lives. That that we have that ability. We may we don't have. It's it's, it's a fraction. It's a may. It's a may ain may ain may ain. But but in some way, still there's that there's that mingdash ma'at and the concept of mingdash ma'at. And even more to throw in the 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 Shabbos says about Shabbos that why do why on Tisha B'av, when it falls out on Shabbos don't we mourn? Because on Shabbos there is a geula. There's a base of mingdash. So where, where is the best? Where is the where is the best opportunity to bring a a, a kaviyachal type of carbon? Now your Shabbos do that. Elevate, but have in mind the covered Shabbos kaddish. If you don't do that, you just do it because your table has to be set a certain way, or doesn't, doesn't fit. Otherwise, you know, you, you're missing an opportunity. So don't miss those opportunities. And to sum up that that our our, our theme of sparks of of geula, just keep in mind that this this concept of, of kashrus is a way to elevate. Mundane things like, like like animals to, to higher spiritual levels, and and I don't know if it's a hundred percent a good shot, but it, it, it's it's on some level, uh, uh, maybe if your table is on his back, so the food you're bringing is a carbon, and that should be a chus for all of Kli. So have a good Shabbos.